1: Welcome everybody to your AEW Dynamite review for September 29th, 2021. Dynamite's coming to us this week from Rochester, New York. This episode is dedicated to the memory of Brody Lee. This is his hometown where he was supposed to make his debut. And unfortunately, because of uh, the pandemic and everything that happened, uh, was not able to debut there and obviously not able to... uh, to make it back, unfortunately. So, uh, so this this entire show is dedicated to him, and one special match, uh, for mm. sure, uh, was uh, was for Brody, uh, and uh, for the Dark Order. So that was a uh, that was a cool moment. Uh, but yeah, this entire show was, uh, I think, would uh, would be a good one to honor him with, though, because it yeah. involved the TNT title. Yeah, uh, which was made so prominent by, by him holding that title. Yeah, uh, but everything about this show just—it uh, was just great from top to bottom.
2: A good, mm-hmm. good show. And like yep. we say this all the time: like, there's never really a bad dynamite. There's no. good dynamites. There's exceptional dynamites. And this was mm-hmm. like exceptional in the sense that, yeah, everything on it just kind of elevated everything on it.
0: There was nothing mm-hmm.
2: that kind of sagged. Even, dare I say, anything that Matt Hardy was in.
1: I was waiting for that. I was like, Ur, is she going to mention Matt Hardy?
2: I is mean, he was there. Yeah, he was. He didn't, until they announced <laughs> the, hair, the hair thing, I didn't mm. mind Matt Hardy was there.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> then when he reminded Matt... me that that was happening, I was like, yeah, man, you've fallen, I've... Matt.
1: <laughs> but I feel I feel like the show's so good we can even give Mad Hardy a pass tonight.
2: I, I, just because it was for Brody Lee, I'm gonna okay. ignore the fact that anything was mentioned about the her versus her. So All this right. is the last time you'll hear me mention it.
1: Okay. I might mention it again, but she's not gonna mention I'm it. I'm not again. gonna mention
2: it because I'll start getting annoyed again
1: okay well before she gets annoyed let's uh let's remind everybody to check out all of our content that comes out weekly our dynamite and rampage reviews q a's topic discussions interviews and reviews and previews of pay-per-views yes also give us a follow on twitter you can follow the channel at beauty x the beard you can follow me at let the beard play and you can follow sarah at strange underscore pixie
2: you can
1: also, don't forget to give us a follow on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, or wherever you podcast
2: at. And so, while we're st- on the subject oh, of oh. following, nearly on Twitter, we are only four followers away from 600 followers. Are we really? Yeah, we're at 596. Super cool. All right. So that is awesome. Share and get people to follow yes. us because we're thank really, you. really good. And thank you to everybody who does follow us and participates. Yeah.
1: We're all right. We're all right.
2: Yeah, we do our best. We,
1: <laughs> we do. We do.
2: With what we've got, with with limited resources, and we work on what we zones, got. We yes. Work with what we've got.
1: <laughs> we're so proud of our entire production team.
2: Yes, we are. We really want to give them a big hand.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. Uh Big hand for well done. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Thank you for everybody behind the scenes.
2: Yes. Winston's the secretary. (laughs) (laughs) This
1: is what it is. All right. So Sarah. Yes. Are you ready to talk some dynamite?
2: I am. Let's go.
1: All right. Uh, well, for one, a CM Punk joined us on commentary tonight, which is always, always a good thing because I, feel I like love he's Punk just on doing that for
2: Everybody just to experience a of personality for like a I year know, now. yeah, yeah. It's just, just, just going to happen.
1: Let's just kick every show off with with Punk coming to the commentary table, and yes, that's just, that's how we're going to do it. It's either I feel like it's either going to be Punk uh, coming out to join the commentary team, or it's going to be Jericho. Or, so we're, where we're yeah. here. Uh, Judas, for everybody to sing along to, for him to come to the commentary yep. desk. So, one or the other. Uh, tonight, we got Punk. So, really? uh, that's good. Because I do. I love Punk on commentary. I think yeah,
2: he, I do. I think he's brilliant. I think,
1: yeah, I think he adds a lot. So
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but the first match was Adam Colby versus Jungle Boy. And this is a match we we knew we were going to get eventually. We just didn't realize we were eventually going to get it now.
0: They are
2: lovely uh, it, spoilers.
1: It just happened. <laughs> Fast and it was a, a banger to start the show off. Oh, god,
2: yeah.
1: Uh, uh, but this is how it ended. Um, Adam Cole hit the Panama sunrise and Jungle Boy kicked out oh. to the shock of everybody, including Adam Cole. His eyes Adam were about to pop out of his head.
0: Was
2: perfect yeah. in this.
1: He, he sold that kick out.
2: Oh, god, Whoa. he was not happy. <laughs>
1: um, Then Cole went for the boom, but Jungle Boy ducked and locked in the snare trap. Cole fought and fought and fought and eventually made it to the ropes where he was about to get the ropes, but Jungle Boy let the the move go, pulled him to the middle of the ring, tried to lock on another snare trap, but Cole fought out of that. Then as they were going towards the ropes, uh, ref uh, Aubrey Edwards got in the way a little bit uh, mm-hmm. momentarily and kind of blocked them and that allowed uh, Cole to hit the low blow on Jungle Boy and follow that with the boom to get the victory. Uh, but an awesome, awesome first match between those yeah. two. Especially to kick off the show. So what do you think about that?
2: This match was insane. I honestly didn't know how like I knew this match was gonna be good when we when we got it announced. But honestly, I my step expectations were like blown away for this. I mean just I love the fact that if Adam Cole hadn't a low blow Jungle Boy, mm-hmm. he couldn't beat Jungle Boy. Yep. And that shows you how much AW values Jungle Boy, even though he lost, he didn't lose in the respect that oh well he's done for. Um he yep. literally had Adam Cole at one point, kind of like, you know, pretty much done and dusted. Mm. Um, yep. I just thought this was immense, yep. and
0: there.
2: if I, if I'm being totally honest, I want this feud to carry on forever.
0: Uh, oh yeah, because I can
2: just see, especially why we've got Babyface Jungle Boy and heel Cole. It's just such yep. a good dynamic.
1: And what was so good about about this was one, like you said, it made um, kept Jungle Boy strong. The yeah. fact that he did not uh, didn't lose fairly,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: but it also it also uh, made Cole look strong, too, even in the way he won because he won by himself. Yeah. didn't have didn't have people out there spraying cold spray. Mm-hmm. And uh, throwing laptops at people and whatever mm-hmm. else, and microphones and all mm-hmm. that stuff, mm-hmm. which I know you're very familiar with the microphones. Yeah. Uh, but none of that happened Ignoring though. Them. It was just Adam Cole. Uh, so you know, even though there was some cheating to win by him, uh, you know, well, I say cheating, kind of was. You know, it's taking the cheating. situation, it's taking the situation, <laughs> using the situation pretty, to hand it to I'm your advantage. Sure
2: there's yeah. wrestling move called low no, Blow.
1: <laughs> there's not. But it's just one of those where you, uh, you know. Just you working within the means that are presented to you,
2: so the ref can't um, see <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah, it is. You know, it's just one of those things. It's uh, but one of yeah,
2: those so things. you're such an so, elite mark, you. Yeah, uh,
1: <laughs> but it definitely it worked in such a way that it kept both guys uh, really strong. Uh, mm. So really well done. They're really good at booking these things this way. Oh, hundred uh,
2: percent. Yeah, but just uh, then. Um... Who else turned up
1: after the match? Uh, after the the match. entire the entire super elite joined Adam Cole in the ring. Uh, the Good Brothers let us know what it takes <laughs> to be elite. Uh, Adam Cole reminded everyone that he beat Jungle Boy alone, which I just mentioned. And uh, Brandon Cutler tried to say something, but Nick ripped the mic away from him. Uh, then Nakazawa uh, tried to talk, but was uh, drowned out by. Loud CM Punk chant. <laughs> uh, finally, Kenny got the mic and he addressed his match with Brian so Danielson good. from last week, saying that Brian couldn't get the job done. He now has uh, no wins and isn't going to get a rematch. Uh, this brought out Brian, who, after hurling some insults at Kenny, brought on a Kenny No Balls chant. From that the crowd. was
2: pure. Because yeah. you know what? I joined in own.
1: Now, i would imagine you <laughs> would i can definitely definitely hear you chanting that so
2: yep.
1: um, brian said he wants someone in the elite on rampage one-on-one uh kenny said how about now but uh but when christian and jurassic express came out uh to back up brian Anderson, they uh the elite kind of cleared out of there so we're left with um Brian danielson and his crew looking at the super elite on the outside. So,
2: I mean, what do you think about this? Coming up
1: we're getting something like that. Oh god! Yeah.
2: I mean, can I just say before I get onto the entire Brian Danielson thing, I'm still struggling to say his name that way. That Jungle Boy came out and was like, "I gotta go out again." I've literally just finished a match and now I've got to go out and save this guy's backside I mean he was basically (laughs) hobbling out like really? Um, yeah the no balls Kenny Omega champ Mm -hmm. put that in a t-shirt and I will wear it
1: Um, (laughs) Uh, that does not surprise me at all
2: I will wear it that will be the only Kenny Omega t-shirt I will own (laughs) This is brilliant and I, I love um Brian Danielson I mean I love how he refuses To wear any AEW merch And literally just comes out in a white t-shirt and jeans
1: That's his <laughs> shirt Yeah I, I, If that's not on shopaw.com Yeah it should be uh, it should With the be, tiniest
2: the... AEW logo At the bottom yeah.
1: That's it just something like on the, on the back of the neck Yeah something. come yeah. on
2: Tony Put the logos on the back do it, um, do it, do it, Tony! I dare like, yeah, you to do it. Um, yeah. I mean, I I guess we're not getting a rematch, but I guess at some point we're gonna get mm. them back again mm. because I love how Kenny was like, yes. um, "You didn't beat me." I'm like, "Yeah, dude, you didn't win either." <laughs> like,
0: <God>. Okay,
1: <laughs> it's the it's the details, man. You know, Kenny said what he, like he said. He said what he said. He, you didn't get the win. That's not a lie.
2: That's not a lie. Kenny, but Kenny did Kenny.
1: Yeah, but, you know, it's, a,
2: yeah, it's just, it's
1: all in the way you ordered. Got to pump up your resume however you have to.
2: Kenny needs to pump up his bubbles, apparently. And,
1: and he doesn't have to win, though. He, he's the champion, right?
2: So. Illegally the champion.
1: Yes, legally.
2: Illegally. Got by your hey, microphone. Hey,
1: hey. All right. So, then we heard from the Lucha Brothers, who were with Tony Schiavone in the back, and Andrade interrupted him and wants to know where Pac is. He wants to know where Pac's at. Uh, iPad guy also had a question of his own. He, he wanted to know when the Lucha Brothers were going to defend the AAA tag team titles, which they had with them. They had both the AEW tag titles and the mm-hmm. AAA tag titles, which they still um, are the champions down there. Uh, Andrade says he has some friends who can take those AAA tactiles from them. Uh, Ray said, "Anytime, any place."
2: Is it just me, or would would anybody else have enjoyed them to actually speak their own language with this? Because it just seems really weird that they mm-hmm. all sort of speak Spanish, yet they were yeah. all speaking English. <laughs> I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I guess it's just one of them things for me. I'm like, well, if you've got, like... Yeah. Technically, for people that speak Spanish,
0: Mm -hmm. because
2: um, Alex Abahantos was there as well. Yeah. Wouldn't they just speak the native language? Or, I don't know. Maybe that's just something that, like, I'm picking on. Because this was brilliant, but I was just like... I just don't understand why.
1: (laughs) And they... Yeah, because they could do something where even if they're, you know, I'm not, you know, if they're speaking Spanish, I'm not going to quite yeah. understand what's going on. But then afterwards, Excalibur yeah uh, can, because yeah, he can convey what, you know, like he's like, oh, I can't believe Andrade wants this or something. Or yeah, yeah. he said and that, you know, so, like Alexander you can,
2: was there, so we can. Translate yeah, now,
1: yeah. Some... And I, I know if it, he can, he can, Alex can do that also. But I know if it's going back and forth and it's real, like, heated, you yeah. know. It, he can't jump in and go, hey, guys, no, this no, is what no, they're no, saying, no, no, you know, where he can't. So you now there's going to be some circumstances where it doesn't work. And this might yeah. have been one of those where Alex wouldn't have worked, but you still can go to Excalibur where yeah. he gives like a a rundown of, you know, oh, wow, this is what yeah. just, you know, just transpired where you kind of. OK, I got you. You know, because yeah. you know, you sometimes you can. Uh, emotion and, and angers everything's yeah. going to be conveyed on there even if i'm not sure exactly what they're saying
0: yeah
1: uh but then you can get the gist of what they said afterwards from mm-hmm. excalibur or if it works for alex because you, you yeah. like you said he, he's there uh yeah, like it's a good I said, point it's,
2: it's probably just good like point. me picking on it but i was just like, just sat there going like eh. i appreciate them speaking english and everything you know yeah but, you all speak the same language. <laughs>
0: why, so just
2: why are you talking in the same language just, together?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> and and I appreciate that they can speak two languages too. Exactly. I can barely
2: I, I can barely I speak one. You can barely speak English.
1: I know. At least you can speak English and British. Exactly. I mean that's pretty cool. I, I respect that. I, I totally respect that. You're I awesome.
2: am a marvel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is not a lie.
0: Are a marvel. Say
2: that is taking it too far. (laughs) (laughs) Past line, and now you're so far over
1: the line. Yeah, you are a marvel. Something.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. (sighs) All right. Next, we uh we got Cody Rhodes teaming with Lee Johnson Ah! to take on Dante Martin and Matt Sadell. Oh my god. Uh, And Cody. (laughs) Cody and Johnson got the win after Lee Johnson tagged himself in. Apparently he thought Cody was in trouble and and Lee said, let me take care of business. So he tagged himself in and hit kind of a uh, fisherman's neck breaker onto Mm -hmm. his knee on Dante Martin uh, to pick up the victory. So got the win, uh, but that's not what. um,
2: (laughs) That's not the point of this.
1: (laughs) That's this, this match is great as some of those interactions between Lee Johnson and Dante Martin were, which they really were they great were in this match. But that's not what everybody was really talking about. Because nah. <laughs> afterwards, Tony Schiavone was in the ring to, to try to interview Cody and Cody called out Malachi black again, or, or tried to, but Arn cut him off. Arn Anderson criticizing Cody Rhodes for how he's handled this feud with black. Arn said he'd step in the ring and take care of business if he could, but he's too old. Then it, it, he went on to say, to compare the situation to uh, a carjacking, saying that uh, if Cody was being carjacked, that he would just get out of the car and say, just take it, but don't hurt me. Arn, on the other hand, said he would pull out his gun and splatter the dude's brains on the pavement for trying to take his car. Oh, <laughs> so, finally, he, he told... Cody that he doesn't coach losers oh. and told told Lee Johnson to come with him because at least he listens. And the two of them left Cody alone <laughs> walking away from the American nightmare who finds himself in his own nightmare right now. So, please, please, oh. uh, what are your thoughts on how this went down?
2: If this could be graded out of 10 out of 10, I'd give it 100 out of 10. Oh my god. I was literally going...
1: You're terrible at math.
2: I know. I was like, wait wait a minute. Arn has a gun. (laughs) And he's and he's willing to use it on somebody that that steps towards his car. (laughs) Okay.
1: Uh, I am not even asking Arn Anderson for a ride. Like I'm not
2: (laughs) I'm not talking to Arn Anderson ever. I'm
0: scared.
1: Dude, if he pulled up if he pulled up at Sonic and I'm like the car hop gonna come nope, I'm not going to that I'm not knocking on his window. Nope.
0: Like
2: it looks like lo- anybody's have much- dad, but now he carries a gun. <laughs> it's not like I
1: got a lot upstairs, but I want to keep what I got. You know what I'm saying?
2: And, just, and Also, can I say I wanna give complete note of props to Brandy Rhodes in this? Because oh. if you look between Anne and Cody mm-hmm. and you just watch Brandy's face, she's having a whole moment where she's just like, Uh-huh,
0: what? Oh what? my god. Like what? Uh?
2: seriously, if you go back. Watch it again and just watch Brandy's face because she is telling some amazing story. We've just her yeah. like going,
1: Well, it, it's, it's like she's at like a Thanksgiving dinner and everything's yeah. fine and dandy, and all of a sudden, two people start arguing at the table, and yeah. you're like, What?
2: It's me when like you walk past somebody or like sit near somebody and like in a public area and you can hear them having a conversation, but you end up <laughs> reacting to what they're saying without realizing it. Oh my goodness! This was fantastic, and I am. I'm so mean, but I'm so glad. I um, went, and I don't coach lisa so I was just like, "Ah!" Mm. Um, you <laughs> lost twice to Malachi Cody, twice.
1: That was cold,
0: man. That was
2: brilliant. I'm so happy, um yeah, and Brandy, absolutely fantastic. Um. I'm so glad she's back because she really does she brings something to this whole like dynamic with Cody anyway. Um she does. but yeah, um absolute yeah. on carries mm-hmm. a gun, don't annoy Arn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: That's what I've exactly. I, <laughs> I bet I bet Lee Johnson's like, oh god, I really need to keep my toes in line because I'm <laughs>
1: I'm going to go with Arn because he's got the gun. Yeah. <laughs> That's Lee Johnson right now. I'm like, yeah. Cody, you
2: may have the wrestling school and everything, but this guy's got a gun.
1: I'm going to go. Sure, I'm going with him. <laughs> All right. So uh, we leave violence right into more violence. As Oh, uh, my
2: God. I didn't even know this was on.
1: <laughs> yeah. As John this Moxley. Is such
2: a surprise.
1: Eddie Kingston and Darby Allen faced bear country and anthony green making his aew dynamite debut and uh it's always always good to debut across from moxley eddie oh, and gosh, darby yeah, they're gonna uh, bad, aren't they? you know it's gonna be good good fun you know yeah.
2: well not for the uh, person that's across from them, right like, but yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um uh and anthony green is the one who took the fall for his team uh in the end, Anthony Green went for a flying crossbody, but just bounced off of Eddie and Moxley. Um, then the two connected with the their half Nelson running lariat combo and picked up the win. Um, so Moxley, Eddie, and Darby get the win over Bear Country and Anthony Green. But it was, it was a fun match.
2: It was a fun match. Fa- um, fairly
1: short, but fun match.
2: I just, anytime these three guys are in the ring, <laughs> I,
1: hey, Bear, Bear Country is, and Anthony
2: Green. No, it's this whole <laughs> family dynamic, man. I love it so much. It's the two dads with the weird kid and the granddad. It's just I fun? know you do. I don't know how anybody could not like this. Um, so
1: That's
2: I tried. Right. The also, granddad
1: get did get a little action at the end. By I
2: the know. Way. I love um, that. By the way, yeah, But can yeah. I just say he also tried to step over the barrier when he was en- in the entrance, and then he just uh, looked like. And it's going to pull it apart. I yeah. was <laughs> just mm. like, oh, sting.
0: yeah.
1: Um, nah, i walk around. i climb uh, over when you can just walk around. Yeah.
2: I love Darby just looking like an anticipated kid on the rope. Like, oh, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Um, uh-huh. When um. When Anthony Green went for the top rope and jumped into Mox and Eddie and he just bounced off them, Mox and Eddie just kind of looked as went. seriously?
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> like, what
1: is this? Like, he um, tried. You tried, kid. You tried.
2: Oh, it's just that just seriously, I need more Mox and Eddie in my life just doing Mox and
1: Eddie Mox stuff. and Eddie things.
2: Yeah, absolutely brilliant. It's Always good stuff.
1: Next week, we found out that Ruby Soho is not letting go, not finished with her issues with uh, AEW Women's Champion, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. But she knows she has a hill to climb in order to uh, to get back to the spot where she can get a rematch because she's going to have to uh, start at the bottom of the hill now. Yeah. Uh, so she's got to climb that mountain, and uh, I don't think I don't think Britt and her uh, her little crew think that Ruby has a chance. Uh, but I do like that they are uh, they're still going to uh, to stay with this. It may be a little while. but yeah. it Looks like we're going to get back
2: there. Hundred percent. Um. Anything. Involving
1: Ruby Soho. I'm here for. <laughs> amen. Amen. Because uh, it, it was a great first match. So, yeah. looking forward to to how they get back to it and uh, how it plays out next time. hmm um, Yep. Because it's about the journey. It's about it that is. journey. Yep. Uh, then we had uh, the Dark Order. Uh, basically, the entire Dark, dark <laughs> Order. And... And Orange Cassidy versus the entirety of the Hardy family office
0: mm. in a
1: big sixteen man tag match. It just was I <laughs> know. Yeah. Uh, when you see that many guys out there, uh, it's uh you know it's gonna be chaos.
2: And uh, you just know that Jim Ross is gonna go, Why don't they have more of my referee? <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: they're not using the tag ropes. They're not using the tag ropes. There's sixteen guys, Jim. Sixteen guys. <laughs> The tag ropes are not that long. <laughs> um, but, yeah, this was a great match oh, in, in no. which to uh, honor Brody Lee, too, because it was uh, – you had you had all the Dark Order out there together. And yeah. they've been having some issues. Uh, so, we know this was going to be part of the story, and it, it played out in this match, too, as at one point, the Dark Order, their issues cropped up again. Uh, Uno and Grayson were trying to leave. Uh, but out came negative one with uh, – Anna Jay, Ty Conti, and Amanda, yeah. uh, Brody's wife, and uh, they came out to try to straighten things up. And they apparently wouldn't listen to anybody except for Amanda, a negative one, as they lit the two lit the guys up, uh, turned them around, and sent them back to the ring. Uh, they listened. It took that to get them to uh, to get back in order. And uh, and with that, uh, it was those two that ended the match as uh, uh, Stu and Uno hit the fatality. And John Silver ended up getting the pin for the for the victory for the Dark Order. Um, afterwards, the Dark Order were all in the ring celebrating, and Tan lifted up Negative One on his shoulders yeah. as the crowd chanted uh, Brody. So it was just a uh, a happy way to to end this match. Uh, yeah, I thought it I thought it was a fun one.
2: This was so beautiful, but keeping in with mm-hmm. the storyline
0: because
2: mm-hmm. I was really unsure how this entire thing was going to work because we know Dark Order are having issues um, and it's horrible and heartbreaking Um, and I was like surely they can't just kind of like forget about that but then how do they do this at the same time as honouring Lee? like Mm
0: -hmm. it's one
2: of them very very like tricky tightrope things to do Um, I did love how they did it though like this was like Negative one coming mm-hmm. up and from the papers at Evelina, you know, like, yeah, oh my goodness, like, so good. And Mr. Monday Hoover just generally like telling them off,
0: <laughs> just yeah. like, properly it's,
2: going at them as well,
0: <laughs> just like, like, in full,
1: doing? like, full mama mode, yeah. yeah. It was, uh, uh, she, she, uh, she, it took that to whip them into shape, and that, yeah. was, that was a nice, a
2: nice touch, yeah, uh, it was. And there's also yeah. like such. Like dark horror as a cohesive unit are absolutely fantastic. Like they work so well together. Um mm-hmm. and I love how this played into the story. Like it's probably not all sorted out and all, you know, singing who I are together or few, but this kind of was like the first like bit after like, you know, the first step forward for them. And there's an amazing shot that someone put on Instagram, uh, not Instagram, on Twitter, and I think I might have retweeted it. Where negative one is on 10 shoulders and they're facing towards the crowd, and negative oh, one's doing but... the dark order pose, and then in front of him is a Brodie Lee memorial sign.
0: Fine. And mm-hmm. oh
2: my, when I saw that, I, I literally was crying. I was like, yeah. Oh my God, this kid, like, it's not even been a year yet, and he's like amazing. Like, I see some of his stuff that is. Uh, like Amanda puts on her Instagram, and like this kid is amazing. Like he's fantastic. Yeah. Um. He's just got in the AW General Manager game. He's just got his own like self in the game.
0: <laughs> and
2: awesome. she um did a video, and they've given him the same stats as what his dad had.
0: Uh
2: And his little face was just like, oh my god, like, oh it was, just, <laughs> oh it's just. Seriously, what AEW yeah. done for this family, um I'm even yeah, getting emotional talking about, it. it's just beautiful. It... It's, it is. It's just at the end of the day, they're just a family and yep. just two young kids that the entire world has been ripped apart, but they happen to be surrounded by this pro wrestling family. And mm-hmm. they've literally just, you know, taken them and just like, you know, given them everything, all the support they could need and, you know, made, like, Little Brody, like, you know, part of something, so he has, like, he has kind of, like, a safety place that he, you know, he he feels that Mm -hmm. he knows and stuff and oh, it's just, this like, entire bit of the show was just beautiful and it's not even been a year and I still genuinely every time AEW any show is on, I'm always like Imagine what Brody would be doing now, like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, it'd be fantastic. But Sadly, we yep. we don't get yep. that, and neither does his family, and it's just heartbreaking. Still,
0: it
1: is. So. Uh, but I am I am glad that he is. Uh, those those boys are, and, yeah. and Amanda too are surrounded by uh, yeah by the AEW family. You feel like uh, they're they're all surrounded by good people who yeah. actually really really care about. Uh, about Brody uh, honoring yeah. him the right way and about taking care of them. Um, yeah.
2: He's such a beautiful uh, it's
1: thing. It it's, it gives you a good feeling even yeah. though it's sad. Um then we uh we heard from from Leo Rush. Uh, <laughs> he, I know you you've been wanting this. He he said he is in the business of making money. Smart move. That's <laughs> good. You should be in the business of making money. And he's saying that, that Tony Khan keeps calling him. So, it sounds like Leo working with TK and with AEW might be good business for everyone. What do you think? Good oh, business?
2: Oh, That's yes. good? Get him against Jungle Boy now. Get <laughs> him against, Get him against uh, Darby Allen now. Dante Martin now. Just Ray now. Phoenix now. Ray now. Phoenix, Sammy Guevara. Just go, 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 go. <laughs> Start fantasy scientist.
1: booking, folks. I started Cause... fantasy
2: booking from the moment he pops up on my screen.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, and oh. He's, he is so good on the mic, too. So oh, my goodness, it's, uh, yes. It's going to be, should be a fun ride. I'm, I'm wondering when he's going to pop up on Dynamite first time. So we'll, we'll see. Um, uh, then we heard from FTR, who who says they have, they've had some slip-ups recently. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, they lost a big one to Darby and Sting. Um, yeah. and if you're on, yeah, and had uh, some arm issues, uh, lost to Santana and Ortiz. But, but with Tully guiding their ship, they are revitalized, and the rest of AEW should feel like they are in trouble. Um, so just some, some strong words from FDR, and it sounds mm. like that they may be on the winning path moving forward
2: yeah and they also mentioned the pinnacle which we haven't heard for about a good few months mm, good point. um so
1: we've heard from a lot of people from the pinnacle separately yeah. and we'll hear from we, one we of those had, again in a, a little, little bit.
2: bit of separate pinnacle stuff but mm-hmm. not the pinnacle
1: not the <laughs> pinnacle you're correct pinnacle. Just, just pinnacles but not, yeah, pinnacle. but not the
2: pinnacles. But no, the pinnacles. That's yeah, what we're going yeah. to call members of the pinnacle now. The pinnacles.
1: Pinnacles. Because <laughs> that's
2: pinn- to yet confusing when we try and say it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> they're just they're just individual pineapples. Come together and <laughs> they're one big pineapple. The pineapples. <laughs> Moving on.
2: Oh right. god, do we have to move on to this bit?
1: <laughs> it says on my paper we do. <laughs> um, next. Dan Lambert, uh, mm, he ran down AEW again. Again. that That's what he does. And he let us know that they have now gotten rid of Chris Jericho for good. I doubt oh. that, but that's what he said. For good. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. There's, you can't get rid of Chris Jericho for good. Um, Scorpio guy says that nobody noticed how great he was until Lambert did. And Ethan Page thinks he's been overlooked this whole time when he is in fact championship material. So uh, this was a, and actually a really, really strong pump promo in my opinion from, from both Scorpio sky and Ethan Page. And for what it is that Dan Lambert does, he does what he does. Well, uh, I mean, he's really good at playing that ornery guy that hates everything about AEW. Um, so Overall, I actually I enjoyed this segment. I thought, uh, I thought Page and Sky sounded really strong, getting some promo time.
2: Yeah, I like Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. I do mm-hmm. like the fact that Scorpio Sky was like, "Yeah, no one saw any potential coming to Dan Lambert." I'm pretty sure you were part of the first tag team championships ever in AEW. Yeah, yeah was. just saying. Um, was. The only thing I cannot stand about. Anything to do with this entire whatever's going on, and again, I am being so picky.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, you every are. It's time, okay.
2: Every time Dan Lernberg goes, Millennials, I'm like, You are aware you're standing next to them, right? Like, I
0: think, I, th-
1: <laughs> I think, I think he knows at this point, it's just part of the thing, just to it's, irritate people that know,
2: like... No, wait,
1: you can't say that. Yes, it's I can't like... watch, I'll say it.
2: Like, dude, you're standing next to two millennials. Like, <laughs> and stop lumping yep. us all in with people in basements. We're not all. I have a house, like an actual house, <laughs> and I no, don't live just, with my mom.
1: <laughs> it's okay if you do, though. It's, it's fine. A,
2: hey, if you want to live with your mom or your dad or yeah. your grandma or any, you do it. That's fine. Don't listen to Dan us Lambert. All into the same bucket, <laughs> and you're standing next to two millennials.
1: Not oh. Everybody's not the same.
2: I Quit labeling me,
1: Dad. Quit labeling me.
2: I know he is meant to be like the guy you hate, and I am one hundred percent, you know, aware I am getting <laughs> worked so much right now.
0: But I you just, mark.
2: I know, but I just uh, you're just a mark. It just I don't. It's just my personality. Okay, I get I, frustrated <laughs> at things that are so blatantly obvious that nobody yeah. else seems to pick up on. It's just so frustrating.
1: I, I would just love you front row in that crowd.
2: Is nobody else <laughs> noticing? <laughs> they're millennials, man. <laughs> I literally would be doing that as so well. Like, that's so, nice me. hey, come on, they're millennials, right?
1: Everybody, they're chant with me. They're millennials. <laughs> they're millennials. You know, come on. Nobody. <laughs> okay, I'll just. <laughs> Shut up, I'm getting let's...
2: dragged out by security. Yeah. <laughs> Just like,
1: and you're still like yelling to see, but they're, they are. At least so, agree right. with Seriously. me as you're dragging me out, if man.
2: Anybody's going to an AEW show that Dan Lambert is going to be on, please someone take a sign that says Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. Oh, millennials. Do it. At least do I mean, it. I'm, I'm not 100% sure Scorpio Sky is in the bracket of millennial, but I know Ethan Page 100% is. He's and then at the top of page. that.
1: At the top of it, put Sarah said. <laughs> scorpio strange, Scott got Ethan Page of Strange
2: pixie says.
1: Sarah, yeah, that too. <laughs> just got to put the underscore on there yeah. so we'll know.
2: I just, it's just, oh. I know that it worked. I 100% know. But if, if anybody really knew me, they'd know that the, the obvious stuff that people just ignore really frustrates me.
0: <laughs> nah. Really, really just
2: my
1: nine <laughs> All right. Well, maybe this will cheer you up. Well, what? Uh, what was that? Because we found out that Hikaru Shida will be wrestling on Dynamite next yes. week.
0: Yes. With- going with for him,
1: her 50th him. win. Yeah. <laughs> but it's going to be against the returning Serena D. Yes. I literally had yes written down right after that. You said what I had written. Yes, good,
2: of course.
1: Yes, business just picked up in the women's division. Women's division yes is ma'am. just
2: getting elevated. Yes, Whoa. yes, this is
1: this is this is the good stuff, right? This here. is huge I had no idea that he was about to I
2: come had, back. I so. had no idea she was ready. Like this um, is like either. I was like, who's the hard machine going to be facing? And then Serena D's face appeared, and I went,
0: no way. Oh. <laughs> so-
1: so is she to lose it now? <laughs> like in my head, I'm like, oh, she's just gonna pick up a win. Wait a minute, maybe not. She's I don't not know.
2: getting that 50th win.
1: <laughs> mm, maybe that's gonna be a running storyline. She just can't get number 50 because she keeps she facing Serena can't. Deep over and over. That's Deep's gimmick now. Is uh, going to come out wearing a number 49 shirt all the time, <laughs> rub it in Sheeta's face. Uh, Or that could be, she could literally get start interfering in every sheet of match to assure that she never reaches (laughs) number 50. That might be a thing. Oh, wow. That might be a thing. That's a good call, dude. Yep, there we go. Let's see. You got a good idea. (laughs) Don't tell me. I know.
2: Every now and again, you get a good (laughs) idea, don't you?
1: All right. Every now and then.
2: Every now and then.
1: This next match is a good idea to book, too. Oh, my
2: goodness. This was fantastic.
1: Ty Conti. with Anna Jay versus the Bunny and Penelope Ford. Uh, in the end, Ty Conti was on the outside with the Bunny and took her out with the Ty KO on the outside, while Anna Jay applied the Queenslayer to Penelope Ford on the inside and picked up the submission win. Afterwards, negative one came running out to celebrate oh with the duo, to celebrate their victory with hugs for both Anna Jay and Ty Conti. So such a sweet moment. At the end, and a big win uh, for this feud, which possibly could be the end of this feud uh, for Conti and, uh, and Anna J.
2: Okay, let's just all take a minute to realize a few things that happened.
1: Yes. Okay. Taking a moment. One
2: Anna J and Ty Conti have their own theme music, they have mm-hmm. their own tag name on the Titatron. They did. Also, Ty country and Anna J and the Bunny and Penelope Ford were all matching similar gear.
1: They were.
2: It's like the tag teams Boom. in the women's division. No way! Oh my like god! Like actual actual tag teams. It was. I just I looked at it and I went, "Wait a second! Like, am I seeing what I'm seeing?"
1: They did. Like, it did look like women's tag teams because that's what they are and they're making yeah. sure we know this is what they're going for they're going here for. like hello
2: oh I, I women's was just tag like, teams i was like as soon as i saw like the whole anna jay and ty conti thing where they had like ty j on the big thing and they had their own like music it wasn't anna Jay's dark order it wasn't ty conti's own singular music it was <clears> music <throat> specifically for them and then they were lo- looking like matching gear, and then Penelope Ford and the Bunny had matching gear. Um, you know, we like the same design and everything. I was just like, "That's it. Are AEW actually going to do this? Are we actually going to have a women's tag division? Is this you know, the start? Is this the baseline of yeah. it?" And
1: on the Q and A, we talked about the the possibility of the. You know, the rumor of the women's TBS title coming in. Yeah. And of course, I said, oh, I'd rather have tag titles uh, still stand with that. What if the tag titles were branded as TBS or something? We're going to get a combination of both, like uh, some kind of TBS branded women's tag titles. I don't
2: know. Uh, I, I have no idea, but it's I'm such just... a good yeah. starting point. It is. Very good. Think of all the amazing. Women's tag teams that could be come up through AEW, or that could come in to AEW.
0: Mm-hmm. Got
1: somebody in mind? Got some women's tag teams in mind?
2: Could be some Australian people.
1: Hmm, which women's tag team is from Australia? <sniffs> hmm, it's, uh, is it the Ironics? Similar. Uh, I'm trying to find some more words around with iconic. Let's we'll just say Iconics. How about that?
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. Cool. Yeah, we'll go with that.
2: Yeah. They would be. In,
1: what are they called now? The uh, in is it Inspirations or something?
2: I think. I think so. I
1: think they've rebranded themselves as the Inspirations or something like that. But yes, they would make a ton of sense if we're gonna if we're gonna introduce a tag division. Absolutely.
0: Let's do it.
2: And we all know one culture person that'll be very happy with it. <laughs> uh,
0: I can't uh,
1: I can't say it like him. Try to no, can you say, no.
0: can't,
1: I can't say iconics that way. No. Definitely can't say inspirations that way. It didn't sound right.
2: <laughs>
1: all right. Oh my goodness. But yes, it's very um,
2: exciting, the prospects.
1: Yes. And we have more women's stuff next because we heard from Jade Cargill. Nala Rose and Thunder Rosa and found out that we're getting a three-way match between these ladies this on Rampage this Friday. Yes, it is going to be insane.
2: We I don't, don't get we're going to walk at this. Yeah.
1: And we don't get many three-way matches either. No. That's not something we get a lot of in AEW. So, this is going to be really interesting.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm, I like very, it. Very, very excited. And also, any match with these three million is going to be amazing. Okay, mm-hmm. just I want to see what Jade does. Like, I want to see what all three do, but I'm really intrigued to see how Jade works this match. Because yeah. it's probably going to be a second match that runs for longer than what a squash match does. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I am very intrigued to see, like, you know, how she pays herself, what she what she does in this match, how she, you know, uses the fact it's a three-way, because it's quite a good way to yeah. um, help her develop that skill for being mm-hmm. in longer matches by mm-hmm. you know making it through way because you know um Nyla and Thunder Rosa can do you know a lot of work and mm-hmm. Jake Cargill can come in and out when um she wants him when she's needed type thing but still get the reps in and still be present in that match so yep. very very interested
1: yep and the good thing too is uh, this three-way match uh, you know we'll, we'll get spinoffs from this which will get oh, matches yeah. between jade and uh nala and jade and thunder 50%. and thunder and rose and you know the, so we'll, this is going to spread out over the course of several shows probably yeah. where we're going to get these different matchups between the two <laughs> and it looks like you know obviously thunder rose will be playing a complete babyface in this whole thing yeah jade, jade cargill seems to me like she's a ingrained heel. That's what Mm -hmm. she's going to be. Nala is the one that I think could be the the tweener in this Mm -hmm. in a a way. I know she's been a a heel for so long, but I think she could play that that tweener in the mix. Yeah. uh, We'll see. This is uh, definitely going to be fun, though. I'm looking forward to any type of matchups between these three. Yes. Uh, Next, we we heard from MJF. um, (laughs) And uh, MJF didn't seem happy with his place in the pecking order in AEW, he wants title shots, or he threatened to leave and go elsewhere. Which everyone
2: told him to leave. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> saying he's one of the four pillars of AEW, and one of those other three pillars interrupted him. That pillar was Darby Allen. Darby told Max that he could leave if he wants to. Uh, but Darby's AEW until death. Um, and uh, the way he wrestles, let's just hope that's not sooner than later. Yeah, because let's the way hold off wrestles, on that. Yes.
2: Not legit could be at your point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> could be next week. You know,
0: dude, you oh, keep jumping dude. off the stuff.
1: Just be careful, Darby. Um, then MJF took a shot at Darby for being straight edge because <laughs> of his uncle dying while drunk behind the wheel with Darby in the car. I mean, gosh, man, you know, MJF just knows exactly what to say to get under people's skin. Darby looked angry though, but, but told Max that he couldn't break him mentally. And with that MJF and Wardlow walked away, uh, looking a little bit irritated, but kind of pleased with themselves. But I, I think this is just, uh, this is just, just getting started between MJF and Darby. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be an interesting, um, some mind games, I think, with MJF and Darby. I think that's the uh, the the best way to put it. To mm. see, uh, I think MJF is going to see just what it takes to break him mentally. Uh, so, what do you think about this?
2: I mean, I feel like MJF is doing like research on wrestlers' families, like in his downtime, because it's just it's like he's <laughs> yeah. this is a twice now he's attacked something. his like family or past or something. Mm-hmm. It's just like. Dude's got a hobby with like you know family history or something. Like he's yeah.
1: he, he knows I, what he's doing.
2: I love how MJF could put three other wrestlers over, but at the same time be an absolute a-hole about it.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: like he has such a skill that he does. like, oh, I've been here, I've been here. And he's like, and and Darby, and um, and then it's <laughs> me, and I was just like, you, you. He's generally like, if you played that bit mm-hmm. without any context of MJF or any other part of it, you go, oh my god, he's putting people over. Mm-hmm. But no, it's MJF. Of course, he's not. Yep. <laughs> he's building but- them up, so he's higher. <laughs> um, when Darby came out, I was just like, I. I didn't mm. know what was going to happen because I was just see, seeing Wardlow and it's like Wardlow's not just going to attack Darby surely for nothing. Like, And I'm still waiting for Wardlow to snap because when he snaps I think I may yep. celebrate. When so he snaps
1: much. MJF may get snapped.
2: Yeah, so. MJF may actually go bye bye. Um, <laughs> we'll
0: see.
2: But then when MJF brought up Darby's past And like, oh, the camera work, man. Zooming in on Darby's face. I was just like, okay, I'm going to cry as it is. I don't need you to zoom in on his face. This is already an emotional show. Um,
0: Yeah.
2: I was just like, oh my God, dude. Like, okay, we know this is a fact. Like, Darby's not, like, hid this. This is an actual fact. Yeah. It's been talked about since day one. He's been in the company. But hearing it from MGF makes it sound so much like, not worse, but just so much more venom behind it. It's not just, like, yeah. a passing comment. There was, like, actual venom behind it. Mm-hmm. And then it's like he was about to say something else and then stopped himself. And mm. it's like, Darby was like, um, and, and anything else you can keep bringing up my past." And he was like, uh, and then decided not to say anything. And Darby mm. was like, you you can't break me mentally. And off mic, Andrew went, can't break you mentally. And I was just like, mm-hmm. that is such like, a little detail mm-hmm. to pick up on. And then because mm-hmm. I think because he realized that Darby's not going to retire how um, Brian Pillman Jr. did and just snap. Darby's one of these people that <laughs> mm-hmm. relate to him so much. Keep things internal until you're about to blow up.
0: Um, yeah. <laughs>
2: here, you yeah. keep them and you push them down. And then mm-hmm. when it all comes too much, it explodes. Um, yeah. so NGF didn't get the reaction. Like a bully didn't get the reaction they wanted nope. and got bored and walked off. And this has got to be the start of something for Derby and NGF because they're, like the other two pillars have got their own thing going on. Like Jungle Boy's mm-hmm. like Adam Coles at the moment and Christian and Brian Danielson. Sammy yeah. Guevara's got other stuff going on as well, which we're gonna to get to. Yes, yeah, we so, are. He's sort of busy. And then there's just mm-hmm. these two, like Darby's with Sting, so he's like already kind of like a standout pillar. So if you look at the pillars, MJF's the one that's kind of not done anything. Mm-hmm. Because look at where Jungle Boy is, look at where Sammy Guevara is, and look at where Darby is. MJF's yep. the one that's sort of not really moved forward with his career in AEW. He's been tied up with
1: Jericho so much.
2: Yeah, exactly. He's <laughs> focused on the wrong things. Um, so yeah, it's it's a very interesting. It's very interesting to see how this has all played out with MJF talking about the four pillars of AEW. When three of them are actually succeeding in the Korean MJF's just yeah. hanging about with Wardlow and the non-existent Pinnacle, so
1: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's, it's definitely like, this... it's like
2: somebody's getting a bit frustrated,
1: <laughs> just a little bit. You could tell, and it's Phony's toys at the pram It is, it is, it is. It's an interesting point you brought up too with you the MJF walking away because he didn't get the reaction he yeah. wanted. Yeah. Which is it's going to be fun over the coming weeks to see if he can keep pushing the buttons and keep yes. pushing the buttons until he finally gets that reaction or is, is Darby not going to give in? You know, is, is, is it something where Darby's going to keep going? Yeah. Whatever, also, you know.
2: We may also get interaction between Wardlow and Sting <laughs> because no one thought that was going to happen.
1: Or... Or, or, you know, how you know MGF's bringing up personal things yeah. and promos. What if he goes at Sting personally? Oh my um, God. starts pulling up some stuff from Sting's past. Um, you know, maybe his WWE run, mm. you
0: know,
1: he would go there, you know. Oh, 100%. So, I mean, so I'm he's just uh, there's, dead
2: parents, dude. I don't yeah. think WWE careers are, yeah, winners.
1: I know. <laughs> there, there's an opportunity, though. The, you know, just some, some fun things that he could, uh, he
2: could do. I don't, I also, just with the whole Derby MJF thing, I just want Papa Mox and Papa Eddie also to, like, you know, just, like, because <laughs> Mox has, has had deals with MJF. Yeah.
0: We, we
2: know this. I, I, I just, I don't know. I just feel like... Like, they just like sometimes I just want them to like come out and go, not help him because Darby literally doesn't help from anybody. We get that. But just yeah. like kind of like Darby gets a bit in a predicament. Sting brings out Mox and Eddie in the old march down oh. to the ring, and I'll just like burst out know, and cry. Just like, look at them go. So,
1: so, you're telling me we have the potential of a Moxley, Kingston, Sting. Darby versus the Pinnacle.
0: Situation.
2: Imagine that. Oh my Man. goodness! Imagine Mox and Eddie against FTR.
0: Well, FTR
1: just did take on Sting and Darby. So I know,
2: but can you imagine the wow. heart in yeah. between them?
1: Yeah. Ooh. There's 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 potential here, for
2: i just got Mo- so excited.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's all it took was. Uh... <laughs> I was talking about Moxie again to get you excited. You know, no, I'm, a, I'm a simple girl. No,
2: and... no. <laughs> simple girl in life. Just with my yeah. two Mox figures by my bed. You know. Just Dang it. You
1: quit bringing up the two Mox <laughs> figures. Can we Can we take just go one conversation between us without you bringing up those two Mox figures? No. Unless, unless the conversation is this. Hey, Woody, I just put two Mox figures in the mail. And send them to your house. That conversation would be totally fun,
2: dude. If that ever gets said, that's a cry for me saying I'm got kidnapped. Please get help.
1: <laughs> that's what it takes for me to get those mox figures. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that would be the. Card I'm of. kidding. That would be I'm the kidding. Of... Yeah, something's not going right.
1: <laughs> just kidding. Just kid. I'd rather you be good than me have the mox figures. But I'm just saying, if you know. Things happen.
2: I'm I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that is what you mean.
1: Yeah, exactly. All right, main event time, sister. Main event. Yeah. Time. Sammy Guevara taking on Miro for the TNT title, uh, and this is how the ending went down. Uh, with Sammy down on the outside, Miro began ripping off the turnbuckles, but as he was taking off the last one. Fuego ran down to stop it and got clubbed in the head for his trouble by Miro. Uh, But this distraction to Miro uh, allowed Sammy to get back in the ring, push him into one of those exposed turnbuckles, dazing the big man momentarily. Then Sammy hit Fuego's tornado DDT, which was beautiful. Uh, Yes. Got, Got the behemoth onto his shoulders. That's the second time he tried to get him on his shoulders. He couldn't do it the first time. This time he got him up and connected with the GTH and finally climbed the turnbuckle and hit the 630, 720, 850, whatever it is. Uh, he spun in there a bunch of times, landed on Miro, and the crowd counted along one, two, three. Sammy Guevara is the new. TNT champion and as gold confetti streamed down from the ceiling uh, a lot of the guys ran out from the back to celebrate Sammy's huge upset win winning the title and ending Miro's reign how about that
2: so so good
1: what Um, an ending to the show
2: I mean Sammy has worked so incredibly hard for this and in a way I'm glad and this sounds really harsh and I'm not meaning it, I'm glad that Jericho wasn't involved in it because it's Sammy's thing that makes sense Mm
0: -hmm. I know
2: that Santana and Ortiz came out at the end but it's Fuego that came out first it was Sammy on his own there was nothing else like there to cause any distractions or anything. It was a legit win by Sammy Guevara from Sammy Guevara. If that makes sense. So there's there's no way you can go, Oh, well you won because of X, Y, and Z or because of, no, 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 no. The dude did it on his own. And like, like he said on his like vlog, which I watched this week, which obviously was before dynamite. Mm -hmm. Um, like, he has worked, like, wrestled in front of no people and wrestled in front of 100 people and so on and so forth. And mm-hmm. to see the fact that he's put all that work in and, you know, guys guy has suffered, like, you know, for his art because on lines on lines of Derby, he does stuff that probably shouldn't do on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But he deserves this so much. And Mira was a great champ. But yeah, now we've got yeah. a face TNT champion. Mm-hmm. There's so much possibilities again um, for some heels to come up through. And the fact that it was in Rochester and, um, you know, mm-hmm. Alan Angel is part of his vlog crew, is part of the Dark Order, and Brody Lee. It was just. So much and I think I tweeted a photo of it. Um and this is why I love AEW is wrestlers supporting other wrestlers. Like there was people in there that, you know, like I think Matt Seidel came out. Mm -hmm. I think um like Dante Martin was there. Dante Martin. Yeah. Just like all these wrestlers that just came out because this guy's win Mm -hmm. is has now joined the ranks of those TNT winners that is just like it's not even it, no one holds a title for a little bit in AW. everyone that holds a title does a reason and a an synonymous amount of time and they make an impact with it mm. and i just can't wait to find out what sammy does with it because oh he's uh it's this like seriously yeah. This is when everybody should start watching his vlog now because he's gonna have some stuff on there that are just brilliant.
1: Speaking of what he's gonna do with the TNT title, did you see the Bobby Fish tweet? Yes, Bobby Fish, you know, oh. formerly of, of NXT,
2: formerly of the Undisputed,
1: Undisputed Era. Era. <laughs> yeah, he said, what's said up, Hey, what's up, dude? <laughs> he, he, he wants a shot at Guevara's TNT title. So, wow, oh. that was." put that on the list of tweets i didn't expect to see last night yeah
0: time. um
1: uh, uh but was glad to see it because i would love to see something similar to cody's yeah um deal where you see uh different people coming mm-hmm. in um i mean hey give me give me uh sammy versus leo rush for it
2: oh my gosh um, yes.
1: let's do it but what's so great is like these like these big heel title runs uh like mm-hmm. Miro's. Mm-hmm. Um, it's supposed to be dominant, and you, you yeah. do this so that you can then make a baby face. Like, not that yeah. Sammy was made by this, but you give them that moment and get them over even more. And this mm-hmm. is their shining moment,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and and that's what this did. And if you mess up that ending and don't give it a true or have some flub kind of ending where they
0: mm-hmm.
1: they kind of win it, but it feels hollow because there was some other stuff, too much stuff going on in the match it can kind of mess up that moment. This moment was not messed up. It was yeah. Sammy's moment. Like you said, Jericho wasn't there with hitting Mira with a baseball bat and all this stuff. Yeah. And yes. Yes. Fuego ran out, but it was to prevent Mira from cheating. Um, so it's, it's that equalizer and not a uh, advantage to Sammy. Uh, so yeah, this, this whole Miro one run was if, if, if it was a plan all along to get to this moment for Sammy, it absolutely worked. Uh, but it also worked putting Miro over as a dominant beast. Uh, and it took a lot to keep him down. So there's no damage really done to Miro in this, in my opinion. And and that's another question going forward too. What's next for Miro? Uh, because he's done such great character work with that TNT title. It's yeah. going to be interesting to see a more frustrated Miro now. And, uh, and is this where we see uh, CJ Perry come in? Possibly. Awesome, that's please.
2: what I thought because mm-hmm. now we've got, a messed up mirror, he's lost it. Um, and he's focused, I think, I think on his Twitter. He put me and my god need to have a word. CJ yeah. Perry tweeted, You'll always be my champion. And, mm-hmm. um, also, another interesting fact is Kit Sabian was backstage. I've,
1: um, I've, I've been seeing, I didn't realize his his new thing, the thing with the box yeah. on his head
2: underrated. That's kind
1: of. That's kind of funny. Was it underrated?
2: Yeah. Over it? Yeah, underrated. The over box. It. I,
1: yeah. I saw a lot of people getting their picture made with him at yeah. Dynamite uh, from last night. So. Yeah. Interesting.
2: hmm
1: Yeah. Uh, interesting. Good job, Kip. This yeah. is a new thing. I, I thought it looked kind of interesting.
2: Yeah, I mean.
1: So it just we'll see. <laughs>
2: what was the guy that was in Transformers that did it? Um. Oh God, what was his name? Who was in
1: Transformers? Shia LaBeouf.
2: Yeah. He did that like an award show, didn't he? he? Put like a paper bag on his head or something. Little oh, really? Eye yeah. I was just like,
0: huh? but whatever way... he's
2: doing, like completely is... invent himself. Because even on his promo pictures, I saw someone tweet it. He's crossed out his face mm-hmm. and then signed it.
1: <laughs> it's uh, and I know you, it's funny. You'd mention uh, he's too pretty to cover up, and that's exactly what he's doing. Exactly. He's,
0: uh,
1: he's covering up. He's uh. He's trying to cross out his face, which is it's interesting. It's um it it caught my attention last night when I saw some of the people tweeting the pictures of him. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: um so you got my attention. I'm assuming yep. you're getting others other people's attention too. See where it goes. Hopefully mm-hmm. you don't get Miro's attention. Probably a bad idea right now to get Miro's attention. <laughs> Just saying, Kip. Like keep the box on your head and like pretend like you're in a stack of other boxes if you see him coming. <laughs> That's, uh, um. All right. So we got a nice little rampage uh, shaping up for this Friday. It is Nick Jackson versus Brian Danielson. Uh, I, I'm telling you, I think this is going to be awesome. Uh, because I remember Nick Jackson versus Phoenix, and that match was an eye opener of how good Nick Jackson is in singles competition. So this I ex- absolutely cannot wait for because I think he's Severely underrated as a singles performer, so I expect a lot from this match. I do expect Brian Anderson to win it, but I do think this is going to be a uh, a banger of a match. So look out for this one, for real. Yeah, for real, for real. Um, then we have Nala Rose versus Thunder Rosa versus Jade Cargill in a triple threat match. Ah, oh uh, this one has so much potential too, um, and. Uh, this, which I think you have been waiting for for so long, and I'm so glad it's here because I can't wait to do this rampage review so we can talk about this match. It is Orange Cassidy versus Jack Evans in the first ever hair versus hair match in AEW. I'm not mentioning it,
2: anything. So yeah, that's I right. Won. You don't.
1: just right. You don't want to talk about it right now. No. I got you. I, I can't. I'm. I'm looking for this rampage review now, just so. <laughs> We have to talk about this match. Uh, and I'm going to expect glowing reviews from you. Uh,
0: about mm-hmm. the, was,
1: look out for that one, guys. Uh, yeah, but awesome. An awesome dynamite this week. Um, and uh, a nice rampage to look forward to. Can't wait. Can't wait.
0: Oh, I'm so uh,
2: excited.
1: Yeah. But we have a new TNT champion, folks. Rejoice. <laughs> Sammy has uh, conquered Sammy the Govara. beast. Yes. This is this is great. This is good stuff.
2: Seriously, where he's good... come from since he started to where he is now. It's like mm-hmm. two years like he was on the first ever AEW yeah. dynamite against Cody. The first mm-hmm. match. And yeah. now look at him going into the second year anniversary next week mm-hmm. as TNT champion. Like, TNT champion. boom. Mind blown.
1: Them, them youngins taking over. Them youngin. Yeah. Uh All right. Now we just got to get Adam Page as world champion. and We're all good, man. We're all good. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, don't forget to check out all of our other content, our Dynamite and Rampage reviews, Q&As, topic discussions, interviews, and reviews and previews of pay-per-views. Um, also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. You can follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay, and you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. And please give us a follow on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you podcast at. All right. Well, thank you all again for listening. Y'all be good out there. Be good to each other, and we will see you on the next one. Bye-bye. They're one big pineapple.
2: The pineapples! <laughs> Who lives under the sea? <laughs> SpongeBob SquarePants! <sighs> <sighs>